Welcome to the Positive View Podcast, the podcast where we explore life circumstances, mental roadblocks, and endless opportunity to discover the positive view. I'm your host, Christy Murphy. And I'm your other host, Brianna G. This week, we're exploring how to attract positive energy. Yes, but before we get into that, at the end of each episode, we set a mission for ourselves. This week's mission was to catch yourself when you're overthinking or having negative thoughts and use one of the techniques to reframe what you're thinking about. So Brianna, how did that go for you? Well, as we discussed, it went okay. No, I'm going to say it went well because uh, as fortune, luck, the universe, serendipity would have it. Uh, this week, I had a real great opportunity to practice this because uh, out of nowhere, I had a couple of, I won't call them full on panic attacks because they didn't go that far, but I definitely had some moments to really uh, exp- um, very much episodes of like this out of nowhere anxiety that was attached to nothing like actually happening. Um, and they just popped out of nowhere. And so, uh, one was not great while I was on my way, uh, while I was driving on my way to work one morning. And then a little bit later in the day, just this overwhelming feeling of like, what's going on. And while I don't necessarily consider them, I wasn't overthinking. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I would say that they, certainly the emotion and the feeling that came was negative and unwanted. Uh, And so I had an opportunity to practice uh, reframing by having a moment of recognition, like, okay, what is happening? Because this is not like my normal state. And then from there working through, okay, what's going on? How do I feel? Am I actually, you know, is there any actual danger right now? No. Great. Let's work through uh, trying to find a different way to, or, or, or try to find a way to work through whatever this is that's that's coming up right now. And then once the moment has passed, let it kind of stand. And then later on in the day, what I did was took some time to just reflect on, okay, well, what's going on in my life that could be causing this and then just trying to get a better handle on it. And I'm, it, I'm pleased to say that I was able to, you know, I experienced both of those episodes and then was able to do some of, uh, some of what we discussed. And then, um, I did not have any more episodes. So I am grateful for being able to look, to have some of the techniques that we talked about to anchor to and help me through that situation. Really good. I love that. And a very tangible, like, way to use this week's mission. I had a much less dramatic version of it, or not dramatic. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it still helped me. I got into a just a quasi infuriating conversation with an American Express representative. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I'd specifically use their chat feature, which was really cool to ask a little bit about a credit card offer that had appeared in my account. Uh, and I just wanted to see, oh, hey, if I accept this offer, will it ding my credit? Because I'm, you know, I'm very conscious of my credit score and I try to avoid too many hard inquiries, right? So anyway, I chatted with the rep on the thing. They gave me information. It turned out that information was not at all true. The offer went away. I called. I talked to another rep on the chat. 
who told me to call back in two hours, which was coincidentally enough when no supervisors would be available and their shift was over. Interesting. Uh, called back. This person had no idea what they were talking about, told me that the other two reps were totally incorrect. And it just got into one of those deals where the person was giving me more room to vent. And I started to realize with each interaction I was having, it was putting me in the position where I was going to be that complaining customer. And Mm. it's like the and I've known this because I used to work customer service and retail. Sometimes it is the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. And so I found myself sort of playing up the inconvenience of this offer not going the way they intended it to uh, because mm-hmm. I have a car in the shop. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, this I didn't, re- I didn't expect this. It wasn't coming, but it'll be perfect for this. And then it turned out it was gone. And in a lot of ways, I felt like somebody was like, it was a very Lucy in the football situation for me. Like, look, we got the football. Ah, we took it away. And I was just like, hey, I didn't want any of this. I would have, I could have avoided all of this. And one of the things I told myself to remember was you're getting upset over something that didn't even exist three days ago and mm. you don't actually need it that much. It just would have been nice. And then as it turns out, when I look over it, I realize that, you know, I had another offer somewhere else for 0% instead of 2.99. You know, you just pay the transfer fee. And I went, you know, I don't need any of this. And what was really great was to recognize, oh, and of course, they said a supervisor was going to call me back within 48 hours. Uh, it's been five days, right? Okay. <laughs> That was never going to happen. So it was just like, oh, wow. Each time I engage with this, um, I get increasingly unhappy over something that I don't even need. And I didn't even realize I could want until after they offered and then withdrew it. So I just recognized that I needed to um, let it all go and not care about what happens because the truth was I would be fine. I didn't really need it. And the more I sort of took my control back and the more I used, you know, and I, and I was been doing like meditation and I've been doing a lot of gratitude. And I remember thinking, you know, you're really gratitude. You're really grateful because all your debt is at 0% right now. That is incredible. And you have an opportunity to do that with this. So what do you care? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just really great to talk myself off that customer service ledge because there's something very infuriating about sitting on hold and talking to one person and then the next person and have each person tell you something different. And I was like, oh, I'm getting sucked in. I'm getting sucked in. Um, and all they can really do is listen to you complain. And frankly, that only made me more angry. So I was like, eh, it's better that the supervisor never called back because I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to invest any more time in something I don't even need mm-hmm. or want anymore at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I like that, that shift, uh, the recognition and then the shift to that. And I think that brings us, you know, talking about a different way to, um, extract yourself from that type of situation brings us to our topic for this week. uh, And we are discussing how to attract positive energy. And so when we're looking at attracting that positive energy, Christy, what does that look like for you? Your transitions are always so much cleaner than mine. When it's the (laughs) week when I have to do it, I'm impressed. I, I, I'm very impressed. That that appreciate that positive feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really dig that. You know, when I think about it, how to attract positive energy, there's a couple of things that immediately spring to mind for me, which is I worry that when people are feeling 
less than positively energetic <laughs> that mm-hmm. they feel like they've brought this on themselves and there's a sort of blamey energy on it. And I think that blamey energy actually does the exact opposite. So the first caveat I want to give is um, accepting where you are and being okay with that and not being blamey or worse, um, people who have a tendency to look at other people who are going through misfortunes and judge them for it. Like I've, you know, I live in Southern California, so there is a lot of new thought and interesting ways of looking at the world, right? We'll just say that every mm-hmm. once in a while that, that practice gets into shaming people for having cancer, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want, well, if you just think of a different thing and healing vibes, then I don't want people to get to that. When I think of how to attract positive energy, the first thing that I think of is acceptance of where you are and don't feel bad for feeling bad. And everybody Mm. gets bad days and everybody has good days. And there is, to whatever level you can manage on a given day, ways to feel and attract feeling a little bit better, but Mm. never never going out there in feeling bad for feeling bad. So that is the very first thing that pops into my head. How about you? I I really appreciate that because we, uh, when we talked about doing this episode, of course, we talked about that caveat. And I think it is so important uh, because I've been in that place where I've had some pretty significant health issues. And because, you know, it was at a time where I'm like, I am I didn't feel great about it. I'll tell you that because partially I physically didn't feel great, but um, I do feel like there was because of the work that I've done and, you know, we had already started positivity fest and doing some of those things. I really felt that like I should be able to like get myself out of this. And um, you're very, you were spot on that just leads to even less chance that (laughs) Um, that I would find positivity or find an op- be able to see, I guess, where I had those opportunities to bring um, positive energy in or even just have less negative energy. I don't know. Because I, and I, so again, I appreciate you talking, sharing that. And this episode topic, I mean, this was your your idea, and I appreciate you bringing forward because this is a piece of positive thinking and this positive work that I don't have not consistently been able to or or been able to focus on or or pay attention to or or really even think about. I'm I'm pretty, you know, well versed in and how to reframe thinking and from my perspective, you know, work on positivity, but I don't know that I have consistently thought about what does it mean to try to bring, like attract it to me, if that makes sense, like to be able to call it in, I guess, for a lack of a better word, um, in a, in a way that's more than just whatever it is that I'm choosing to do. So I really appreciate talking about this because again, it's not something I've done consistently and I'm excited to just kind of see where this goes because like most of our episodes, we end up talking about something and then I, you know, one or both of us figures out, oh man, this is something that we, you know, 
we're bringing it up because this is something we need to practice. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yes, so am I. I really like the idea of attracting more positive energy to me because I feel like it's a more empowering thought than my other thought, which is if everybody else would just do it right, I wouldn't be this angry or mm-hmm. mad or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, listen, customer service, you do say the right thing then. You know what I mean? Like, just don't, don't lie to me. Don't, or don't, don't give me misinformation knowing that your shift will end before I ever find out you're wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, I get it, man. I've had jobs like that where you're just like, I just got to give you an answer because I, I want to leave work. Um, and I get that. But long story even longer, what I like about thinking about attracting positive energy is it allows me to sort of shore up a good mood when I've got it and then give me tools, right, to crawl out of low times, to be honest. and. I am very much in the camp that when you're feeling low, when you're in it, you're in it, and there is no shame there. Everybody has been in it. It's part of the human experience. Being in it is the one thing that used to turn me off to sort of the new thought on like law of attraction, let's say, is not the some of the principles behind it. It was the shaming of people who hadn't attracted enough abundance and good health Mm -hmm. uh, and a sort of callous disregard for people who are suffering. And I don't know, first of all, I don't know what that attracts. I don't know if I'm, if you're putting out a callous disregard for other people's time, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking, what is that going to bring into your life? That type, type of apathy. I, I remember distinctly hearing a friend say, there's no reason for anybody to be poor. I remember thinking, there's a couple of really easy ways to be poor, be born in the wrong place at the wrong time, be born with the wrong kind of health, like not wrong, but you know what I mean? In unfortunate health there, mm-hmm. I don't want to take credit for all of my good fortune. Some of it feels inherently to me like good luck. Honestly, I believe mm-hmm. in luck. I, I, I think sometimes running streaks for me, or I don't know exactly what luck is, but I feel lucky sometimes. And I've been feeling really lucky, lucky lately. So one of the key points, one of the hardest things about attracting positive energy is when you're on a roll for me is to not get too cocky and judgmental because Mm. that that immediately stops attracting positive energy. (laughs) There's nothing like throwing in my own healthy dose of judgment. Well, if they would just insert terrible thing I'm thinking, um, and that kind of ruins my streak, right? So Number one, the first thing that I do, no matter where I am, if I'm trying to attract positive energy, is especially if the negative energy is coming from my desperate need to judge and control. It happens in every phone call, every fight with my dude, every traffic thing. When people aren't doing things that I want to do, Brianna, in the way I want them to do it, oh, my energy is just spiraling the drain. So step one for me to attract more positive energy is to catch myself when I'm trying to control things Mm. instead of trying to accept what is actually happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's step one. And then, you know, I move on from there. So, but step one, if you want to attract more positive energy um, and you're in it, you're in it, um, recognize that the longer I try to control what other people do, the longer 
I'm going to spend being absolutely irritated. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think that's great. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at it, but I laugh because I I I totally get it and and have been there and appreciate the reminder of, you know, watch that need to to control and or the judgment creeping in. I think that's fantastic. Um, one of the things I find has, you know, I just talked about it's tough for me or has been difficult for me to kind of do this uh, consistently or, or think about, okay, well, what is it that I'm trying to, what is it that I am trying to bring in or what is it that I'm trying to stay open to receive? Um, and that is just uh, uh, just for me, a straight up challenge with focus. So we've talked about this before, um, just as far as, you know, being able to, um, for me, having so much going on at any given time means a lot of things just kind of get pushed to the wayside. Um, and unfortunately, they sometimes can be very important things like working on my mindset. Um, or working on uh, being more positive. And I find that I really, if I don't have things written down, if I haven't set some sort of reminders for myself, um, if I haven't essentially taken the time to just stop and really focus and say, okay, this is what I'm working on now and, and set myself up to find a little ways to intentionally practice that, then for me, it just... I could be thinking about it right now and tell you and be so sincere and truly mean it like Christy, I'm going to work on bringing more positive energy into my life and I'm going to do it this way and this way. But if I have not set something up for myself to um, honestly just be reminded of that, you know, in the next hour, day, whatever, a lot of times I just get so taken in by whatever comes next that I kind of forget. And it's like two weeks later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to try to meditate or, or or do some journaling or visualization and try to bring, you know, this thing into my life. So I feel like um, my caveat for anybody out there who, uh, or not caveat, but my step one uh, would be to find a way to maintain, find some strategies that help me keep my focus on whatever I'm trying to, you know, whatever technique I'm trying to use uh, or whatever step I'm trying to take to bring that positive energy in. Because otherwise I will, like I said, unfortunately, I take in so much and I try to, unfortunately, I'm, I, not unfortunately, I like to, you know, I tend to multitask and sometimes if it's not like anchored, uh, that task gets pushed to the wayside until some things clear up and it could be a week, two weeks, a couple of months. And I'm like, oh shoot, I really wanted to focus on that. And then other things got in the way. Yes, it is important to have or try to establish some kind of routine or habit 
that allows you to put some energy into attracting positive energy or being positive. I think that's one of the great things about you and I doing this podcast every other week is that something I have in there. And recently I've been working with a therapist who's very specifically deals with me with my executive functioning, executive functioning issues or deficits in that we have a spreadsheet that we go over every other Tuesday. Um, And and in built in there is my meditation built in there is my journaling and these things allow me to remember um the things that i'm looking for in life and i think like as far as like so step 1 try when you can to when you're in a negative mood to lessen that right but let's assume you've done that let's assume that right now you're in a pretty good mood right and you want to attract more positive energy because you know just good isn't good enough you want great you want awesome you want all the things flowing to you one of the easiest ways for me to attract more positive energy is to it's it's very is to be the change i want to see and i know that's so cliche what does it actually look like i always remember uh a friend of mine, Jackie Cation, had this really great bit, and you can you can YouTube it. It's just Jackie Cation and friendship. It'll pop up, and basically she talks about like running while she's reading in PE, and um, the gym teacher like says, "No, you can't do that. Right, uh, you have to mm-hmm. run, just run." And you know, blah blah blah. And says something about friends, and she says, "I don't have any friends," and the teacher's just like, "Ugh," and. The the gym coach says, well, are you friendly? And <laughs> Jackie's like, mind blown. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> and the whole rest of the bit is really hilarious. It won't blow any of the punchlines. But the idea that, you know, mind blown, I have to be friendly to attract friends. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the whole rest of the bit. And sometimes it really is that. I remember distinctly hearing Warren Buffett say that if he can't give away a nickel out of a dollar, you'll never give a, you'll never be charitable when you're rich. Mm. It only magnifies the way you work on your money. And I remember hearing that thinking, listen, I'm not the most charitable person. I don't think I give a nickel out of every dollar I make. I really don't, but I do from time to time. And a lot of times, and especially when I was really feeling scarce about money, if you, people always talk about charitable donations as if it's just some altruistic thing. Let me tell you something. If you ever feel so frightened and so scared about money, if you can push yourself to say, and it can be any small amount there, like, and there's also like little micro lending places where you can lend money to people and then they pay you back. And sometimes they can't afford to pay you back, but you get some of it back, right? If you give away a little bit of your money to work your way through that fear, Tell yourself, I have so much, I can give some away. It genuinely helps you make different decisions about money. And I came, Mm -hmm. I I, I was not poor, I had violin lessons, but I didn't have, you know, back in the day, Brianna, it was Jordache jeans. It was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I didn't have the jeans with the right stitching on the pockets. I didn't have the Izod shirt. I had the you know, it wasn't an alligator or a horse. It was like something that was absolutely not that, which all the world meant, hello, you po. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all of middle school knew it, right? So I only got two new outfits each year, right? That's it. And you just cycle in the old stuff. And I had a lot of fear. And sometimes I even catch myself still having that fear around money. And so when I teach myself 
to act my way into right thinking, to treat my money and, and, and look at money and make decisions that a rich person would make minus a lot of zeros, then I know I'm attracting more money to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely, I, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up and that, um, you know, thinking, and I just wrote it down that scarcity mindset or that scarcity thinking, because Frank, it's, it's not, it's something that I've been aware of, but haven't really thought about lately, which makes me think I need to take a look and see, have I been kind of have I been, have I slipped into that scarcity mindset or, or slipped into seeing the world through that scarcity lens of no matter what happens, that feeling of there will never be enough, whether it's time or money or, um, I, mostly for me right now, it's just time, um, or like ideas or, you know, just whatever the thing is that sort of front and center, that feeling like that there will never, that, that thought process of, oh my gosh, there will never be enough, that scarcity thinking. And I just really appreciate you talking about that and sharing it and reminding me that, uh, that you can make, you can take rather small actions to like turn that around. It doesn't have to be some big grand gesture. It doesn't have to be anything that's, um, like super, uh, involved or painful. It can be something that is uh, just a, a mine, even a minor action that can help to shift that mindset. So one of the things you and I talked about uh, today, because I've, again, I've been struggling with that sense of there's not enough time, um, is this feeling of having to rush through, like right now I'm, um, working on being able to walk faster and longer. Um, but at the same time, also wanting to enjoy my time when I get, when I actually do get to be out and and do a hike and be in nature and it's, you know, early morning and it's beautiful. Not only do I want to meet, meet those, um, those physical goals, uh, or those exercise goals, but also I do want to actually enjoy the outdoors because I find it very, um, re, you know, it is a place for me for recharge. And I went out this morning and I am not kidding. No matter, I, I, I would slow down for like a second and then it was just like, no, there's not enough time. You got to go faster, faster, faster. And I'm, you know, again, your reminder that just to, that there is enough that there's enough time that I don't have to rush to meet these goals, that being out in nature in and of itself is a win. And so being able to see that, um, just having that reminder of take for me to take a look at how I am viewing, um, how I am viewing things and am I looking at it from there's enough or am I looking at it from there's not enough, which of course pushes me uh, into that more negative, uh, seeing things through a more negative lens, which then of that then to me is sort of like a UV block <laughs> on your sunglasses, right? And it just helps, or excuse me, it just can 
just totally block out um, that ability to attract positive energy. So I just appreciate you sharing that because it is going to probably be the thing that I work on going into this next week, but we'll wait to see what our mission is. Yes, that's a little cliffhanger, everybody. Wait for the mission. I do agree, though, with you that it's such a it's such an interesting way to talk about attracting positive energy because most of the time I think about how to repel negative energy. As a matter of fact, when you first said, how do you attract positive energy? The first thing I went was, don't be negative. You know what I mean? Like I immediately <laughs> went to the negative, right? That's, mm-hmm. It's just, it's my nature. And what I'm working on now is really looking at how do I attract more? And like attracts like. So you want to, in the words of Jackie Cajun, oh my God, mind blown. If I want more friends, I got to be friendly, right? Mm-hmm. So if I want to be rich, I, I need to not be afraid of opening up my bills. I need to be generous where, the way I'd want to be. I need to act like the person who would insert whatever, right? Another way that is a really great shortcut for me is to be, to feel, to genuinely find something that I feel grateful for. Um, and I could do that in general, or I can do it in very specific ways. For instance, you know, one of the things that I think about a lot is money. Brianna, I've never lied about it. I've never pretended. I finally stopped feeling guilty. Brianna, I would like a lot of money. I would like a lot of money and I am open to having a lot of money like right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am not afraid of that anymore. And I'm not, you know, say what that means. Like a lot of people feel like it's greedy or I don't know what they think. Uh, I'm tired of imagining uh, people that don't exist. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking thoughts about my thoughts. Like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. right. So I would like a lot of money, please. And um, I and so what I do these days is I have been thinking where I feel rich. Mm. Right. So if I make myself like a certain, my coffee in a luxurious way, or I'm listening to classical music while I do this, or I realize, hey, look at me, I have an iPad. Like I like, a, I'm taking notes on an iPad. And I know a lot of other people like iPad, big deal. For me, big deal. Okay. I grew up in a trailer park in South Florida. They didn't even, they didn't even have uh, iPads <laughs> back then. Okay. There wasn't even an internet. Okay. It was me. I, I played with rocks and sticks without a joke. That is not even an exaggeration. <laughs> I played with rocks and sticks. Okay. So... <laughs> The idea that this would be a reality now is amazing to me when I think about it. That mm-hmm. thought leads to more thoughts. I caught myself because I was taking a cold shower and I live in Southern California in deep in the valley, right? So um, it is a hundred degrees out and the water comes out hot. So it's not really a cold shower. I should say a shower where the hot part has not been turned on. <laughs> and the water's coming out on me and I, you know now I have medication to help me with my executive dysfunction and so like being able to have a routine and actually for two whole months you know work that routine with a regularity that is impressive to me to me feels like a giant miracle I caught myself like just looking up at the tap remembering when I was in the Philippines they built a new uh, what do they call it when you have uh, like a housing community across from where my mom had her coconut fields and she has workers that work the field. So they get like a third of it and then a third of it, it goes to cost and then a third of it goes to my mom and that's how they do it. I guess it's like sharecropping in the Philippines. I don't know how that all goes. Anyway, there's water there. But what happened was the water 
um, the water wasn't flowing anymore because the new community was taking it all. And my mom was going from official to official to work on this problem. My mom came home. She said to me, you know, it's not like the United States. Not everybody just gets water. Hmm. And every once in a while, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my coldish shower and I see the water coming out in that, that thought. And I remember thinking I'm, I'm rich. Like I'm, mm. I'm rich. And it genuinely allows me to be grateful for the tremendous amount of good fortune I have. Um, and it brings me, like it moves me emotionally to think about and, and it, and it attracts a lot of positive energy into my life and my thinking and correctly um, allows me to not be so impatient mm. for my impending wealth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that is another, I'm, you're, you're coming out with all the good ones. <laughs> I will say, because I did, you know, one of the things uh, when we're talking about attracting is that has, that I've had to stop and do again, that need to focus and be intentional about what I'm doing is I have to, I mean, and you talking about um, wanting wealth and, and, and preferably right now, um, but it's a very clear, it's a very clear understanding of what positive, what that, what, okay, how am I, I'm, I'm losing my words, what the positive thing is, right? I think for a long time, I felt I have kind of just floated around <laughs> thinking like, oh, in general, I just really like nice things to happen, but not necessarily having any kind of solid uh, outcome identified. And I do feel like the times when I have been able to be relatively successful or feel like I've been able to attract things into my life, it of course comes when I've identified, okay, I need, you know, this is what I'm open to. This is what I need. This is what I want. Even saying this is what I want is very difficult <laughs> because, uh, it, monkey's paw universe. I, I'm monkey's paw universe. Oh my gosh! Yes, the monkey's paw universe. Where if you if you tell the universe what you want, uh, th this is inaccurate thinking. But if you tell the universe what you want or you put it out there, you'll get some weird, not great version of it. And again, I blame that on television in the '80s, weird weirdo movies and TV that said don't want stuff. Um, so. I guess, to be able to think about and take those small actions and just get comfortable with what it is that I want or what it is that I feel like I need, I, that, that was, I should say, was a very important step. And, you know, even now I'm having a hard time with it, which could be why sometimes I feel a little bit stalled in the positive, at times, in the positive energy cat, uh, department. But definitely um, putting together what it is that would be positive for what would mean positive. No, I was right the first time. What would be positive for me? Like you were talking about you looking up and you, you know, looking up at the tap. And, and that is something to be grateful for. You're identifying that, um, you know, what it is to 
what it is to bring positivity into your life or to bring that positive energy. And so looking for it helps me to be able to see it when it comes. And then as I practice that, then the next piece, uh, if I can keep my focus, the next part then is to slowly begin to expect it. And I feel like once I, if and when I can get into that space of see it, look for it, experience it, and then begin to expect it, then, I mean, I don't know, I feel like that really turns the tide and, and changes changes how I see and interact with the world, I guess, uh, to be able to find even more pockets of positive energy, you know, to be open to it when it comes my way. Absolutely. I the monkey's paw universe, I, I had the opposite of attracting positive energy. I genuinely believed, and we've discussed it before, that if I worried about something happening enough, then I would keep it from happening. But it really is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and moreover, even when it worked, or you know, worked, and in other words, the awful thing that I was afraid of didn't happen, uh, what did actually happen was I didn't enjoy the good stuff that was happening. Mm. You know, there was like a 100% chance I would spend my time worrying as opposed to spending my time enjoying. And I do think that, okay, so step one, you try to let go of, for me, let go of a lot of the judgment, let go of a lot of the controlling what other people do and concern with what people do, right? I got to let go of, I've got to turn away from things that spawn my negative thinking right? Because there are certain traits that I have. One is being judgmental. It's a big one for me. I I think I'm helping Brianna and um, then people don't do what I want. And then I uh, am very angry about mm. it. And uh, this happens when I watch certain types of the news. There's political things that, that, that get me. And I just... I don't want to be that middle-aged person just complaining about the government. I grew up listening to that. I didn't... It just, to me, feels like I'm letting go of all my dreams. Now, it's different if you have a position in local government or influencing or you work for, you know, something and you're you're actively taking that energy and you're channeling it to create change. But if you're me and you're just kind of feeling that sort of energy of being aggravated, but it gives you a little energy because you're tired, um, that's great. You can, like... Look at the energy where you're at. Okay, let's say you're sad. I, this is something I just recently, it was like a new thought person, like a law of attraction person. Uh, she was talking about, let's say you're really, really depressed, and then you work your way up to being angry. A lot of people would shame you for that, right? But you feel a little better than when you were sad, right? And she's like, then maybe you get your way up to revenge. Now you're doing stuff, right? Uh- <laughs> And it's not better, okay? But I've done the right thing for the wrong reason a bunch of times. So some of the ways, if you want to attract more positive energy, it's not positive yet, is to sort of look at your emotion and try to ladder it up to where you can reach for. Like, I always felt like if I was sad, then I would add the judgment on top of me. And then I'm more sad. Like, I'm literally just hitting myself when I'm down. But sometimes if I get a little jealous of somebody else doing something. It'll motivate me to take action because I can't be left behind. I'm a little competitive, a little competitive. What am I saying, Brianna? I love to win and I hate to lose. So I can channel that, right? I can channel my emotions. I can also let my emotions tell me 
what it is I'm doing. If I'm starting to feel worse, don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Knock it off. If I'm starting to feel a little bit better, I can do that. And you sort of create a ladder. All right. So you go from sad to kind of mad to kind of vengeful to kind of, right. You just keep yourself from doing things you're going to regret. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying don't be one of those weird TikTok stories I'm hearing where people are putting toothbrushes in the toilets. I'm not talking about that. You know, I'm just saying, you know, make good choices for you out of vengeance. Do you know what I mean? Like not revenge. Don't, um, don't Inigo Montoya it, right? Don't make your whole (laughs) life about revenge, right? Mm -hmm. So a little bit better a little bit better, a little bit better. Use your feelings and your emotions to tell you, am I attracting more positive energy? Even if it's just on the spectrum. Okay. Being angry isn't necessarily negative. If you just got yourself out of like an absolute depression, if rage has got you cleaning your apartment, good job. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I swear that I, got, I just, I just stubbed my toe on this thing. This place is a mess. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're doing it. I'm giving you like kudos. Well done. And then you're like, you know what? I'm tired of this job. I'm going to show them. I'm going to apply for new jobs right now. And I'm going to get out of there and I'm going to show my boss. He can take it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. You're, you're attracting more. And then you have the energy to do a little bit more, a little bit more. And then before you know it, um, you have weeks like that I'm going for where even though my car is in the shop, I'm grateful for uh, water out of a tap, like a, I don't know, like one of those people that, agitates people, but I'm digging it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Because one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, talk, hearing you talk about the, um, the emotions, and again, just getting that awareness of what's going on, how do I feel? How do how is how I'm feeling affecting my activity and how active I am and the choices that I'm making. I think one of the things I've had to in the past and even now as we're talking about it do is to take stock of of those things. And specifically, you know, for me, it is what because I do think for me that positive energy does flow and and it's something I know that I want. But sometimes I have to take stock and say, well, what what's what's blocking me? What is my block? Is it my attitude? Is it emotion? Is it a situation? Uh, Is it things beyond my control that I'm reacting to? But being able to take stock and say, what's blocking me is a great opportunity for me to, again, comes for me, it, it allows me to see where I can have influence over whatever is going on brings in that agency, that sense of agency, a sense of empowerment, and then that hopefully, right, fingers crossed, uh, is that moment of being able to say, okay, well, this is what I feel like is blocking me. So what what action can I take to change that? And to just keep reminding myself, I'm I'm in a space where I'm a little bit blocked right now. So I am, you know, if I'm not feeling the energy the way I want to, there's a reason for that and I'm working on it. So this is not a permanent state. I think for me, the one of the things that's been so helpful is when I am, like you were talking about, sad, angry, in a space that's what I would consider less than positive, is being able to recognize 
even if I can't name it right away, being able to recognize something's off and I know this won't last forever. In the past, I would maybe have gotten caught up in that and let it just kind of go on and go on and go on. And I would be blocked and blocked and blocked. Um, But now I can recognize that this is something is happening. It is temporary. And that awareness, I feel like is almost like the crack in the door that lets just a little bit of positivity in, and then eventually a, a positive energy rather lets some of that positive energy in that's just enough to help me kind of keep exploring, keep working on it until whatever that block is or whatever door I feel like is closed just keeps opening more and more and more until it feels like that positive energy is flowing better. Yes, I absolutely love that. It's interesting to me, like how many ways there is to go about attracting more positive energy. And it's a really, it's really interesting. I find, okay, so I'm the kind of person and the Clifton Strengths, I am number one futuristic. I'm always looking, you know, ahead, right? And so I fell into a trap for a long time in my life where I say, if I have this, then I'll be this, right? So if I lose weight, then I'll feel attractive if I do this. And one of the things that I've really gotten into is living the dream now. You and I really got heavily into affirmations. And I was really into the idea because the work, the risk reward ratios were really perfect for me. Oh, you mean Mm -hmm. I utter like, you know, it would essentially is like 300 words now, maybe 200 words in a minute. And there's a shot that without any actual work, I could be better. I'm in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And also what really made me get into the positive affirmations was the fact that they were so hard to do. Like that I couldn't say good thoughts about myself alone in a room when no one was looking without feeling terrible, like embarrassed Mm -hmm. for me, ashamed for like the level of really just to utter words in a row. I've said words that I don't even like or mean, and it never affected me, but something that I truly want in the world, I want to feel beautiful. For me to say, I am beautiful. Brianna, we we had a whole episode about that where it was, Mm -hmm. it was, I mean, it was amazing. So what I do now, if I want to attract more positive energy is I try to figure out how I can have a little bit of the dream that I'm hoping for tomorrow now, right Mm -hmm. now, if I want to feel rich, what can make me feel rich right now? That's that wonderful cup of coffee. If I want to feel beautiful, let me, let me cut my hair. Let me, let me look in the mirror. Let me, let me, let me buy some makeup. I was talking to my friend about that. We're both like, let's start wearing makeup more, you know? And if I want to feel connected to the world, or if I want to have just more positive energy in general, not in any specific thing, and I'm in a funk, I really thought this would be a terrible, terrible way of going about it because I'm like, really? It's so hokey. Acts of service, Brianna. I would not have mm-hmm. guessed. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine just recently, and you know, he's had a lot of things happen in the last couple of years that he's really had to put a lot of energy and work through to get through. And one of the things that he started to do when he felt himself getting angry was he um, started doing service work uh, in a local community, like not far from him. And the change in him has been tremendous. And 
once he did those things for other people, I noticed he recently took a trip. And when he came back, he was telling me about all the self-care tasks that he did, the walking and the running. He even lost weight and he wasn't trying, mm. just lost weight. He felt lighter. Um, but it started for him with acts of service. And I remember being in a support group, a 12-step group, and one of the keys to to success in that program was service. And it genuinely was an esteemable act for me. Helping others did actually give me the incentive and the self-esteem to help myself. So acts of service, if you're looking to just attract positive energy and you don't even know what you want yet, acts of service, mm -hmm. it's a good one. It's a, mm -hmm. it's one that I didn't think would work in all honesty, because, um, you know, I'm kind of, I've been lazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have selfish and lazy tendencies. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I've had great improvement uh, and I wouldn't think that any joy would be had there, um, but don't feel like you have to do it. It's an act of service. It's don't, you can turn it around and make it feel terrible. If while you're doing it, you feel better and you're not doing, I should do it. Good job. If you're like, if it turns into a thing where you're shooting all over yourself and now you don't have time for you. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. That's a great one because it, it tie to me, it ties into what we discussed last time, uh, last uh, episode with that overthinking uh, and our negative thoughts that focusing outward or focusing on someone or something else uh, in, you know, in that moment or moments of service is a really great disruptor of, you know, being in that space where it feels like positive energy is blocked or just not present or um, so I, I think that that's a you know that's a really helpful one and a, a, a good reminder I think um, one that I have used as well and this one's a little harder to talk about because I do feel um, I, anyway I'm just gonna I feel a little like you know weird uh, talking about it but it is looking for uh, what I would call moments of serendipity or synchronicity, either will work. Um, but looking for those times when what like almost as uh, reminders of like, no, things do go my way and positive energy has flown, flown. Yeah, that's right. Flowed. Sorry. <laughs> positive energy has flowed in my life. Uh, but being able to look at those times or those events that seem like, man, how did that happen? But I'm so grateful and so glad that it did. Those times when it like maybe doesn't have a whole lot to do with anything that I've done, but it feels like you're being supported in whatever it is that you are doing or want or hoping to have happen. And what I found in the past, um, and this is sort of a reminder for myself to, to step back into this, but is the more I look for that synchronicity where things, you know, are working out, um, because I'm looking for them, I'm putting positive you know, I'm putting, being, as you said, you know, you want more friends, be friendlier. I want more positive, positive energy. So I'm putting more positive energy out there. And it just seems like then it's that gets into that, like sort of um, feedback kind of loop and it's just flowing. But those things where, you know, you are looking for a particular opportunity and then something, somebody tells you about a new class that would support 
you know, that opportunity or tells you about a new job that's coming up or uh, you hear, I don't need to list all the examples, but basically, um, even if it's not exactly the thing that you're looking for, that in some way, something comes across that is grabbing your attention and says, hey, here's a thing to support your thing. Enjoy. Uh, Being able to have those moments just is, it it invites gratitude, it invites excitement. And I think one of the, you know, kind of the last thing I would say, um, in addition to the synchronicities is, um, and, and that gratitude is just, and I think you did touch on it before, but when the positive energy comes and when there are those, you know, you're having the, uh, I'll talk to myself, but when I'm having the things happen that I want to have happen, it's the reminder to celebrate those things, to recognize them. And as you said, to be grateful. But for me, it is to have an actual like inner or outer celebration and really mark it, mark the moment uh, so that I can tell when it comes around again and that I can keep almost like keep that bank of when positive energy has really flowed well so that I know what it feels like. I know that it happens and it helps me, I hope, less frequently fall into that scarcity mindset or negative negativity or, you know, worry. But if I can remind myself of, but remember when this happened and this happened and this happened and overall, uh, when these, this positive energy has flowed well, um, just having those moments can be really, for me, has been a, been really helpful to build up that evidence. I love that. I love that. Taking the time to celebrate your victories and good fortune and just, remembering to look at the synchronicity of things, like to see where things went your way when you were in the pocket. I love that to reflect on that. And then there's a couple of other ones because I know we're getting close to the end here. Uh, Affirmations I mentioned. Another really great way is to marvel at nature, whether it's your pet's little soft fur because we just got a dog or a mountain view or just something beautiful, a plant, something. If you take a moment to marvel at things, it really does change your energy a lot. And naturally, of course, meditation, and it doesn't have to be some big deal. You can do a YouTube video, you can set a timer, just sit there, lay down, whatever you want. But giving yourself a little bit of time to meditate, or if you choose to do both, you can also pray. A lot of people get a lot of help out of that. And then um, also looking at and listening to and reading about inspirational figures, people that inspire you or looking at art or listening to music can also attract a lot of positive energy in addition to the stuff that we talked out about before. So that brings me to the mission. But before I get into the mission, was there anything else you wanted to add? No, I appreciate you talking about the meditation and prayer, uh, because they can also help to, yeah, absolutely help to connect. And if you're, um, you know, needing a visual, I also love to look at space images. (laughs) Yes, space. So positive. (laughs) Bring that energy, just bring it right on in space. It's so big, universe, vast, incredible. Love it. Love it. Absolutely awesome. Okay, so this week's mission is to try one of the techniques we discussed or one of your own to attract more positive energy in your life. So just go like that. Uh, And we'd love to hear from you. 
it's easier than ever to connect with us. Go to positiveviewpodcast.com. That's positiveviewpodcast.com and click on the message icon and you can leave us a voicemail. And don't forget, new episodes come out every other Monday. Please take a moment to follow and rate the podcast because it does help more people to find us. Also, if you're enjoying the Positive View podcast, share us with your friends. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Brianna G. And I'm your other host, Christy Murphy. We'll talk soon.